Okay, everyone, welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. So, I was just sitting here today, just wondering about certain things, watching YouTube and on social media as I normally do, and I come across a video on like TikTok that talks about things like the things that affect African Americans, right? These conservatives, normally conservatives, try to blame things like rap music and, you know, hip-hop videos and things like that and say that it has a negative effect on black people and that's the reason why black people are in the situation that they're in, right? Those type of things. We heard this before and these things as, as well being blamed for the situations dealing with the African-American community, right? Because you can't blame the right things, like, of course, the fact that you have money for the things that are going on. You know, black people commit crime. They're not the only ones to commit crime. Black people, they are committing crime, but they're committing crime because they don't have enough money. Right? Things like that. They don't have enough money. So that's why they commit a lot of crime. Because a lot of the crime that black people commit are a lot of financial crimes. Selling drugs, you know, robbing, stealing, things like that. Right? You find out that that's the reason, right? But mm, Excuse me. So, I was just thinking. I said to myself, let me really take a closer look at this thing, right? And do my usual thing of just actually sit down and think about it, right? So I was sitting down. I was thinking, okay, so what actually has the negative effect on African Americans? What can be the thing that you can point to that one thing directly you can say, yeah, I believe that more than anything else has the negative effect on African Americans. So I thought the whole usual things that people blame, rap culture, you know, black people just being black, you know, the the culture, the community, you know, rap videos, things like that, right? And I took a second and I stopped to think, okay, so let's take a look at rap videos. The majority of the group that watch and listen to rap are, yes, blacks. But it's not solely African-Americans, right? Eminem exists. I'm sorry to say it. (laughs) And he's not the only person that listens to rap music. I mean, it only takes but five seconds for someone to, you know if you like me, into WWE and just listen to AJ Styles' entrance and you can understand that that's not, you know, that's not rock music. Hell, even I think Monday Night Raw's entrance itself, which changed in 2019, is not rock music. That's definitely rap. Right? It became so mainstream that a lot of white people listen to it as well. So I said to myself, can't be 
you know, just rap music and rap culture and things like that. Because, yes, we do have that problem. And then people do talk about a lot of things like, you know, a lot of problems with police and stealing, killing, robbing, all that good stuff and a bunch of sexual things and whatnot, right? But I said to myself, is rap music the only music that talks like that? And I realized, no, it's not. A lot of country music talk about sex. Hell, X talks more about sex than a lot of rap music do. <laughs> you know? is hella violent. You know, some of the most famous, you know, country music, you know, are violent as hell, you know? Destruction of personal property, cheating on the, uh, in, on a spouse, that's filled within country music. And that's targeted mostly towards whites. So, it can't be the objection of the music that actually is affecting African Americans because a lot of people listen to different types of music. You know, I listen a lot to gospel. Believe it or not, the type of music I listen to, if it's going to be anything I turn on on the radio, is more likely going to be gospel music. And it's going to be mostly your ubiquitous and non-denominational, sometimes Baptist or uh, something like that. Black music. You know, you know what I mean. Your Kurt Franklin's, your Israel Newbreed, you know, Don McClurkin, your usual black gospel artists, right? So... But that's a subgenre right there. And I'm not the only one to listen to it. Because, trust me, if I was the only one to listen to it, it wouldn't be on the radio. It's not going to make that much money. I'm barely in the car sometimes, you know. I'm in the car going to work, come back home, take my fiancé to work, and come back home. And sometimes that's it. Outside of popping up here and there, going to the grocery store. So, you're not just going to make it for just Trey. That would be crazy. Right? Nonsense. Nonsensical type of thing. So, it can't be that. Okay, let's talk about, you know, some of the black things that are in the black culture. You know, movies, TV shows, some of the actors and actresses. And I'll keep thinking, a lot of these things appeal to other people. You know? You have shows like Empire and things like that. Yeah, a lot of black people look at it, but white people will look at it as well. So, and I do know, like, well, you have to look at it and say it's the majority is going to be black, but what's going to account for the outliers that are so large, like 1350, for instance? If that's the case, then what is it? Right? You can't tell me that, you know, majority of the people who caught up within that stereotype watched, like, Empire and Power. 
without that. A lot of them are older, you know, 30s, 40s, black people. Some of them are younger who hadn't even saw it, hadn't even saw the damn thing because it wasn't even out. So that can't be it. Right? <laughs> that can't be it. So not black TV, definitely not BET because BET has dropped off significantly. So that can't account for it, you know. I don't even think black people even know BET exists anymore. Can't be balanced. Balance is felt with more old, you know, 70s TV shows than anything else. So, can't be that. So, I'm looking for something that can have a large effect on individuals. That can account for a lot of things. So, I thought to myself, and I was kind of puzzled with that. What could it be? And I said to myself, hold on. I normally deal with a lot of things. I deal with a lot of logic. Not a lot of numbers. I'm not the type of person that's going to talk about numbers. You know, I'm going to start talking about anime soon. But, you know, because I'm into anime. I'm not going to be the type of person that's going to be talking about galactic, intergalactic, street level, you know, universal level, multi-universal level, god level, multi-god level, you know, calculating the amount of TNT and all that stuff like that. No. I'm not that. I'm the eyeball guy. <laughs> you know, I'm the eyeball guy. Can it make sense? Can I make sense of it? You know, regardless of all this power scaling shit. Okay. Yeah. So I took the same approach to this. I said, okay, let's go with the logical approach to this thing. Right? What's the thing that I can say that could lead to a lot of these problems in the African-American community and lead to these dramatic outlying numbers like 1350 when it comes to black people? Now, in case you guys don't know, it's not not the fact that black people make up 50% of the people in jail. That's impossible. Because the United States makes up, like, I think, 25% of the world's population of people in prison or something dumb like that. It's a large number. I can't, I'm not going to and say, but it's a large number of people in prison, right? And it's a statistical large number of people in prison, right? So, the United States make up with that. So, if you're going to have that, and 50% of that number is going to be black Americans, no, that's not true. That's out of the 13%. That 13% of the U.S. population is somehow going to make up the 50% of the people that are in jail, which the United States jails are a large percent of the world's population. I'm not saying the largest, but a large percent. This is an actual factual percent. You can actually see it, right? And it's going to be black? Half of it's going to be black? No. It doesn't make any sense. It's not it. So what does it merely mean? It means 30% of the population get arrested 50% of the time more for violent crimes. Right? So out of everyone and majority of the time is going to be a black person basically being arrested for a violent crime. Doesn't mean that they go to jail and stay in there by the way it means that they just get arrested for it 
And I found this out because, of course, I did the due diligence and I watched Dr. Assault Ritchie on Indisputable and came across the video and he wound up talking about it. And he spilled it out very clearly. So, it's not just black people being arrested and going to jail. A lot of times it's black people just being arrested. Which leads to a lot of good things now. Because now I can exactly say, hey, wait. It's not exactly what you think. Right? It's not exactly what you think. Because now knowing that it's not people actually going to jail being found guilty for a crime, it's just them being arrested. Oh, that's significant. That's a significant difference. So, I sat down and came to a real wild, but actually, you know, intelligent answer. You know, like I said, it's wild, but real truthfully, it's the correct answer. That's it. The thing that causes a lot of the problems in the African-American community and causes a lot of these outliers is conservatism. Conservatism. Trey, black people are conservative. A lot conservative. But they're not conservative in the same way that white people are conservative, right? It's a difference. Right? So, like, a lot of black people aren't, you know, jumping on that whole transgender bandwagon. They laugh and make fun of gay, lesbian, transgender people as much as white people. I was working with Brinks, and well, not Brinks at the time, but that was actually Garden World, and they did that. One, one of the individuals there was trans, and boy, they laughed at it. You know, they do things like that. They jump on that bandwagon like that. They aren't very accepting of those individuals. Now, are they going to go out their way and? try to erase them out of existence. Hell no. Black people don't got time like that. (laughs) Straight up. Hell no. They don't got time like that. Let's be real. That takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of money, and a lot of give a fuck. And black people just don't have that type of give a fuck in them. You know, the level of fuck around and finding out ain't that high. Right? (laughs) They give a little bit of uh, of a bit of trying to fuck around. You know, a little bit of fucking around. And they get a very equal amount of finding out, right? So, they're not going to be that much. <laughs> you know, conservatives go, conservative white people go above and beyond, right? They will literally lose their job if it meant one gay, transgender, whatever person, LGBTQ person, happens to have a bad day, right? Karen will go to jail, lose her job, lose her family, and lose all of her love, all of her livelihood if it means that, you know, Danielle, who was not who was formerly Daniel, <laughs> has a bad day at work today and and feels bad and not accepted. Black people ain't like that. <laughs> like seriously, black people just ain't like that. 
A lot of black people ain't like this. Like, and I mean black people, African-Americans. I don't mean, you know, Nigerians and Jamaicans and people from a foreign country. You know, nah. I'm talking about African-Americans. They're not really like that. They like, eh, I need to keep my job, though. Eh, you want, uh, I can just laugh at the person when I get off of work. <laughs> right? That type of thing. So I noticed that. They are a little bit conservative. Black people are a little bit conservative, but we're tend to lean more democratic, you know, on the democratic side, not the Republicans. So I came to a crazy conclusion that conservatism has to be the thing that causes a lot of problems for the African-American community. Even though African-Americans are conservative a bit. So, I got a wild claim. I need to have some way to prove this with my common sense, as I normally do. So, I said to myself, okay, what are the things that affect a lot of African-Americans? Diabetes, crime, like health, like diabetes, crime, and things like that, right? And I said, jail, you know, not having enough money, education, a lot of things like that affect African Americans. So I said, hmm, but a lot of those things have a connection, conservatism. Believe it or not, just, 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 just bear with me a bit. So let's talk about diabetes and a lot of those, you know, illnesses that affect African-Americans negatively. You know, if you're black, it affects you worse type of uh, illnesses. You know, COVID, you name them, right? Cancer, you name them, right? (laughs) You name them. You know it. Oh, it affects African-Americans worse. This this random illness, disease, affliction affects African-Americans worse. You know drill, right? You know drill I'm talking about. So how is that connected to conservatism? Healthcare. Black people don't have the same access to healthcare that whites have. And conservative whites at that. You see, you may be thinking like, well, those trailer park and rural area people have a lot more money, disposable money, than inner city blacks. Well, that's not true. You can actually look at the money and when you look at how much they have to be able to use at the disposal. Yes, they do. Right? Because again, they can commit crimes in those rural areas and not have to deal with the police. A lot of them are friends with the good old boy police officers, right? So if they're selling drugs, like police officers are going to be the ones that's going to help them sell the drugs. Well, if you're black, you trying to sell some weed, the officer who just got done smoking a dime bag of weed is going to come over there, beat you over your head, throw you in a play wagon, and call it a day. Right? That's not going to... That, that's the type of dynamic that's different. Right? And that's brought to you because of conservatism. 
the whole idea of reefer madness that never existed, by the way. Talked about it a lot of times already. You know, Eric Ehrlichman, the right-hand man, I think was Richard Nixon, who came out there and said the war on drugs was pretty much bullshit, right? They knew it was fake. You know, but they did so they can vilify black people on the nightly news, night after night after night. Right? I'm not gonna have to, not gonna play, you know, the video for you. I already did it plenty of times already. Go listen to one of the previous podcasts to find out. Right? You know it. I'm not gonna go to, you know, you know, Adam ruins everything and play the video again. You know what I'm talking. about. You know I'm right. So, I did that and I was like, okay. So, when it comes to healthcare, conservatism ruins it for black people, which leads to a lot of black people going to the hospital because they don't trust hospital, because they're going to pop up with a surprise bill, because conservatives allow for surprise billing to take an effect, and black people don't trust the hospitals because a lot of these white racist conservative you know doctors and whatnot treat black people differently think they got thicker skin or they can tolerate pain more or they just crack is looking for looking for some drugs right so you get that stereotype going on in the black community so black people don't go to the hospital because they can't afford to go to the hospital they can't afford the copay Right, so they don't go to the hospital. They're afraid to go to the hospital. They don't like going to the hospital, and they can't afford to go to the hospital. Right, create that stereotype around hospitals and black people. So, okay, that's taken care of with that. So, a lot of diseases and afflictions that affect black people are going to be on that. Another way is, of course, you know, the fact that. Corporations pollute the air and shit. And again, conservatives are strictly against climate change. Black people don't take climate change seriously because, again, we can't change shit. Be real with you. Not gonna lie. So they don't give a fuck. Again, because the level of fucking around and and finding out is very low. Right? (laughs) So. Corporations pollute the air, pollute the water. Mostly the air and water that's going to be polluted are going to be in in on around these mostly black neighborhoods. You know, the commute from back and forth to work is going to be extremely long because, again, highways and byways go through at mostly black neighborhoods. Trust me, I can definitely tell you as so many times... I'm literally driving to and from work or to and from taking my fiance to and from work and pretty much my whole damn neighborhood is the next three to four damn um, agents. You get your Pikesville, you get your Randall's Towns, you get your Stevenson's. You get your Charles Streets. You get your Charles Streets. 
you you get your Falls Roads, you know, you get your Annapolis's junctions and all that shit. Wilkins Avenue, we get all that. You hit every black neighborhood you can think of. <laughs> right? You know, every black neighborhood you can think of. And I'm like, that looks kind of weird, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, because they literally cut through these neighborhoods. And they trash up the public transportation to make it harder and more expensive for African Americans to take public transportation. Right? So corporations deal with that because they are the ones funding all these cars and gas companies and shit like that, right? Okay. And what comes to eating healthy, you know, since we're dealing with corporations, you see a lot of those you know, health healthy companies in these mostly black neighborhoods? No, of course not. You ain't gonna find yourself that many, you know, whole foods in mostly black neighborhoods. You ain't find that many whole foods down there near Mondarmin. <laughs> right. Down there near Mondarmin in North Avenue. <laughs> right. Just say it. Maybe buy one, but you're going to find a lot of McDonald's, a lot of Burger Kings, a lot of fast food joints, a lot of, you know, grocery stores where the food is mostly about to expire. Right? You're not going to find your milk that's, you know, expires in the next two to three weeks. You're going to find it's going to expire in the next couple of days. Right? Because what? Because these companies decide to take food and push them down there in those areas while taking the other ones that mostly want their less likely to expire and put them over in those mostly white neighborhoods and, and those healthy, you know, companies over in those mostly white neighborhoods, right? Because black people not to eat healthy. Because a lot of those health problems, remember? Right? And speaking of corporations, can't talk about corporations without talking about pay. In these mostly black neighborhoods, you're going to find one thing. They're barely paying above the minimum wage as well. Those mostly white neighborhoods, you can get like $19, $20 an hour. While in those mostly black neighborhoods, you're going to get your 12s, your 13 14 and maybe even $15 an hour. You know, the highs you may get in the mostly black neighborhood will be like $15, $25, 15 50 Right? And by the way, Baltimore's and mostly Maryland's minimum wage, I say like that, isn't even $15 an hour yet because that will be, I think, in 2025, which is about two, barely two years from now. But do you think that you'll get a raise within those two years? Hell no. Not in those mostly black neighborhoods. And those white ones, yeah. So the pay is pretty pathetic. 
right? But what about the cost of living, though? The cost of living is up. Why? Because, again, conservatives don't force those, like, rent companies to have, you know, rent control. There's no such thing as rent control because they pretty much killed it. You're not going to have to be to have it. So your rent can go up daily, weekly, hourly. It's all up to the digression of the landlord. And no, the landlord does not need to raise your rent. I'm sorry to tell you, they don't. No, they don't need a tip. And no, they're not working 24 hours a day. A lot of landlords work barely work. They're at home on a computer and they check the emails, call it a day. You email somebody that's not even them. And they only care once they need to evict somebody. Because then they need, need to go through the whole situation of going to court. And you're not, they're not even the only ones doing it. They're the only ones they just check off everything. They're at home. And most of the rental properties are owned by a by one company, right? Morgan Properties here in Maryland, and especially Baltimore, owns a lot of properties. Even if they're under a different name. Right? So, yeah, landlords don't need to raise rent. If they had rent control, they will live. And again, I keep bringing this up because I learned it when I was working at Costco. They only do what they're legally required to do. They were legally required to deal with rent control. They will live off of it fabulously. But again, conservatives, make sure you don't. So the cost of rent is especially high. And conservatives gerrymandered the hell out of the districts. So when you're paying taxes, you're not getting a lot from taxes because of the education. So you're not getting a lot of taxes because the jobs ain't paying that much. So that means that your education is affected. Right? Starting to follow me? So you get pushed into this very predicament where you don't have much of an out. So, you're going to start selling drugs, right? Selling drugs because, you know, hey, you got crack kids here and there. They may have a little bit of disposable income or something. Or you may commit some other type of crime like stealing from a bank or something like that. Because you need the money. Money is tight. And you need to pay rent. You need to pay for the car. You need to pay for gasoline charges. The gasoline charges get cut off. You don't like that happening. Your phone bill is due. Your phone about to get cut off. The phone is about $5 million for a, you know, iPhone 7, right? You don't understand why. Your your cable bill is about equally high. You only got one goddamn, you know, box. And you barely even turn the bitch on. So, you need to make money. Can't get it from the job because you can work for the from the time you wake up to the time you die, and you still won't make enough to pay for this month's rent. And you can do all that within one damn day, somehow make it happen, and you still won't have enough to make this month's rent. So you reluctantly go into crime. Now you're a statistic, right? So let's say you just do a petty crime. You go and you're selling drugs, right? Selling drugs, right? Selling drugs, weed, nothing really important. 
you know, damn near legal now, right? But you got Joe Swanson, who's in charge of your community, but he lives in Annapolis. Right? He don't give a fuck what's going on in this motherfucker. He's not connected to your community at all. He is not officer friendly. He's officer unfriendly. He gets a beat. He's looking for a suspect. Six foot five. 225 pound. White man. He murdered his girlfriend. Right? So... Officer, you know, Swanson sees your black ass. Oh, well. He looked like he wearing somewhat similar. And he's black, though. He's nowhere near the size. size. But I can chop this up to the person being frightful. You know, the person. So, okay. So he beats you over the head. Screams at you, stop resisting. Him and his friends yell a bunch of different type of effects and things like that at you that you know he full well he can't can't complete. So you, again, obstruction of justice and resisting arrest. Okay, now they look in your background and hey, you sell weed. Oh goody, now we can throw him in jail without possibility of bail. What does that do? Make you another statistic at thirteen fifty. Wait, 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 wait. How is that, Trey? Obviously, the person that was the suspect was a white man. They wouldn't. Yeah, they would. All the time. Because why? Just like I learned, only thing you need is to throw a person in jail. You need to arrest them. You need to arrest them. Once they're in custody, the case is closed. Not in jail, meaning you was actually sentenced. No. Just be held held for your trial. That's all police need in order to close the case. So that's why they look for black people, because black people can't find themselves a great lawyer. And again, this is because of conservatism. Why? And how? Mainly because of cops. Police? No, the TV series that glorified beating up on minorities and going for small, petty, insignificant crimes. Yeah. They were beating up people for flakes of goddamn fucking weed. And it barely was flakes of weed. And a lot of times, it was just fucking grass or actual weed from cutting grass. Right? <laughs> it was never really something that was really that bad. It wasn't sex trafficking. It wasn't, you know, job molestation, rape. None of that. It was mostly drug-related crimes. <laughs> Seriously. And again, this is because of conservatism. Conservatism glorifies this thing and glorifies treating black people like this and black people are treated like this because they're in a perpetual negative state where they don't have enough money to be able to afford the basic needs. And so they lead to crime because the jobs they have will never be able to pay bills. Right? 
or white people. Some white people had the ability to pay bills. Let's not lie. You know, they take like two, three, four vacations. And I'm not lying. Because I've been there. I've been there where i seen a black a black person never even take a vacation while talking with a white person who planned their third. <clears throat> Seriously. It's crazy. And I know everybody's saying it's crazy. That's kind of flimsy. But really is it? Just think about it. Every time it comes to conservatism and the things surrounding conservatism, it leads to negative things for black people. It demeans the culture of black people. White people talk about sex and or raunchy as hell, nasty as hell, trashy as hell. They got just about as most nasty as damn stereotypes as black people have, but we never talk about it. And it's never the thing that makes them them. It's never their culture. It's always the individual. When a white person commits a crime, it's an individualistic crime. When a black person commits a crime in or arrested for a crime, it's always a reflection on the community. Think I'm lying? Officer Tatum, you know, Greg Foreman, the black conservative perspective, uh, uh, Candace Owens, just name a black conservative and go onto their YouTube channel or Facebook page or whatever page they have on social media. And you're going to be see that it's filled with all negative imagery of African-Americans. Are you going to find negative imagery of Caucasians on even Caucasian pages like Mitch Vero? No. It's going to be another minority. Maybe blacks. You know? If it's a white person, they're going to be probably part of the LGBTQ community. Something like that, right? There's always some type of minority, right? Or some form of intersectionality where you get treated bad because you're black and also because you're gay. Or you get treated bad because you maybe might be white may not be just because of that. I mean, I get treated bad because you're white, but maybe get treated bad because you're transgender, right? Okay, they found a way to treat you like shit. But black people, it's just need one. You're just black. And that's all they need. This sectionality thing, it just means uh, more harsh treatment. Right? <laughs> so it makes a lot of sense that conservatism leads to a lot of these bad things for these individuals in the community. For the harsh treatment of individuals in the community. You know? Black people get treated bad because you know they don't have enough money. So they go to crime. And so when they go to crime that is pointed out and be pushed on and said that that's the whole community doing it. A white person commits crime, they go out there, and it's only that one white person, the individual. Proof, 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 right? Okay. Look at how conservatives commit crimes. 
right? They go out there to commit crime, to kill someone. It's always that person, them themselves. They're a lone wolf. But then look at someone like Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett did this on his own. And it affected only him. Right? Only him. But look at now how that is perpetrated by one person, but reflective of the whole community at at large. You can't believe black people for anything, even slavery now is just is a Justice Smollett. Fake fabrication, if you will, if you want to know where Justice Smollett is. Right? Wait, 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 wait. He did this on his own, right? That was just him acting upon himself, right? That's not a reflection of the whole community, right? Because if we were to use that as an example, can't we then use the fact that a lot of white people are killers? Just think about it. Just think about the serial killers. You're going to name, and a lot of them are going to be white. School shooters. A lot of them are going to be white. But they're the ones that get to have guns, though, by the way. Two, by the way. Make sure you understand it. Again, because of conservatism. It's okay for white people to have guns and have a large number of guns and a large number of rounds of guns and a different type of guns. But if a black person dare even have a butter knife in their car, that's more than a reason for police to kill them. If they're in the vicinity of anything, in their own bare hands, there's a good enough reason for police to kill them. Again, his ideology is perpetrated by conservatism. Black people can't have guns, white people can. So, are black people not citizens? The Second Amendment for these white people is that you can't, you know, it cannot be infringed, right? <laughs> I had the right to bear arms, right? Oh, wait. Sorry. I don't. Because I'm black. If I have a gun, it's because I'm committing a criminal act. If I haven't done so already, I'm in, I'm in the immediate plans of doing so right now as we speak. The white guy, you know, typed up his manifesto went on to social media, start testing out his guns, shooting at the trees, talking about how he's going to kill people, give you direct date, time, and everything. Did this multiple times, got caught by the police multiple times, got reported to the police multiple times. Guess what? It doesn't matter. He has a second amendment that should not be infringed. Trey has a gun, a... 9mm pistol he keeps in a safe locked up inside of a safe 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 and the gun is also completely dismantled you have the right to kill him 
because he has a gun and he's a criminal committing a, committing a criminal act. I just said like almost 18 to 20 goddamn states. How the fuck am I going to commit a criminal act? Because the idea of conservatism brainwashed the people to believe it. Which leads to a negative view on the community. You see, conservatism has a more impact on African Americans than any rat video of a girl shaking her ass can possibly have. Because why that girl may have to shake her motherfucking ass on motherfucking TV or on social media or on OnlyFans because why? She need to make that goddamn money. That's the only way she can make money and be able to feed her goddamn kids. Because you complain about them being on WIC vouchers and being on food stamps and barely can do that because you got to be able to work. And if you work and make even more than a dollar an hour, that's more than enough reason for them to cut off your food stamps. And hell, even if you don't work, they cut them off. And if you do work, they cut them off. If you meet the damn requirements 100%, they cut them off anyway. Just because... Right? <laughs> Just because. They tell you got until October. They cut them off in uh, July. Dead ass. Why? Because. That's the reason. And this is because of conservatives. Because why? These, you know, programs are barely even funded. So they barely have money. And they make all these loopholes for you to have to jump through that make it so impossible for you to even get any type of funding, period. But if it's going to be for those white people, oh, okay, you don't have to worry about it. Oh, 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 you're making, you know, half a million dollars. Oh, here's about, you know, $300 of food stamps for you. You know, three hundred dollars in food stamps, but they're you know a millionaire. Cannot complain. They need to be to feed their family, right? Oh, you need WIC vouchers, and you need a bunch of milk for your baby because you got like eight kids. Oh, okay, here you go. Here's about you know oh, about three thousand dollars in WIC vouchers. Oh, you're a black person with eight kids and you're working at a dead-end job where you're making $15 an hour and you're only working part-time on call and your paycheck is about $200 a goddamn month every time you get paid. All right, we're going to give you about uh, $25 in food stamps and about another $25 in WIC vouchers. We're going to say that it ends in December. We cut them off the next month. Don't forget, conservatives perpetuate the ideology of welfare queens and kings. They're living off the lap of luxury in the land with welfare. But I can't afford rent, I can't afford to pay bills, and I can't afford to do anything. And I had to resort to crime in order to make money to make basically make ends meet. So I had to perpetuate the ideology of being a criminal. If I don't, I literally die. 
So that's how conservatism, by far, is the worst thing for the African-American community. Because it perpetuates these stereotypes, and it makes our lives literally harder. And that's no thing that a rap video or some video of a woman shaking her ass or Ice Cube talking about fuck the police, now he's talking about fuck everybody else, right? No type of video, music, or whatever can actually affect us any more than the, the ideology of conservatism. Just straight up. Because conservatism has a literal, actual, real-world effect on us directly. And I can tell you, I can watch WAP all day long. It ain't going to make me go out there and commit crime. Right? You can have a rap video talk about stealing, killing, and all that shit all goddamn day long. You know the thing that's going to make me go out there and steal and kill? The fact that I don't have enough money in my pocket to pay for rent. And I'm not going to have enough money in my pocket to pay for rent because conservative, old conservatives, old white racist conservatives allow for these corporations to pay me literally nothing. And so I had to go out there and find a way to make ends meet or I starve to death, literally. Or I'm homeless. And now that makes me a vagrant and they can throw me in jail. And I become a statistic. Behind bars, never to see my friends and family all have freedom ever again. And I had to go out there and eat this poisonous food called fast food because that's the only thing I have money for because I don't have time to actually sit down and cook an actual meal because I don't have time to cook a meal. The only thing I can do is come home, don't even take a shower, just roll my ass in bed, go to sleep, wake up through through to the alarm, wash my ass, go to work, come back home, rinse and repeat. I don't even turn the TV on, but I got a goddamn $1,400 goddamn bill somehow, you know, only thing I do is go to work and the only thing I care about is gas. I don't have a day off of work because the day off of work, I go into work. You know? So I don't have a day off of work. I work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, basically. Because I'm not working, I'm asleep. And, <laughs> and I sleep and I wake up to go to work. And I'm not going to be able to take any type of, you know, benefits. They don't even offer any. You know, healthcare, what is that? You know... 401k, what the fuck is that? You know, PTO, what is that? What is PTO? What, what the fuck does that mean? I've never heard of PTO a day in my life. Vacation time, they don't give you that. They don't have to. You know, you work 39 hours, 39 hours and 99 minutes. So they don't have to give you, you know, benefits. Even though we're going to equate it to full time, we just take them fucking extra time and it's spread it out throughout the rest of your damn career. Somehow you may get it somewhere on the paycheck, maybe. Right? Type of thing. 
and you get taxed like crazy. Because I don't have stock, which I can say is the value of this and that and whatnot, because I'm not rich. And I can't borrow against it. Right? Yet again, this is because of conservatism. And that's how you get a fucked up life. And that's how you get a lot of these racial stereotypes. And a lot of these outliers like 1350. The police don't have to uh, give a fuck about arresting you. Because you're not going to be able to make bail in the fucking first place. Because they're going to set bail. If you get bail, they set bail to an astronomical heights. Which you know for well you're not going to be able to get. Watch that from one on Indisputable as well. Dr. Salt Ritchie. Talked about that and showed that already. That they can literally, hey, let's not, you gotta give them bail, okay. They're gonna set the bail at, you know, six million. Six million? Yeah. He's black. He's not even gonna make a million. He can work for eternity, literally, non stop, and still won't be able to make it six million. So, hey, there you go. He in jail for the rest of his life. Let's give him a bullshit, you know kid out of law school or one of our homeboys that just gonna lie and tell him, just, just confess and say you did it you know if not you're just gonna throw the case for us anyway you know give him a pizza party after he's done which is a write off <laughs> right that's how you perpetuate those stereotypes and that's not to say that black people don't commit crime. Of course, black people do commit crime. Like I said before, they can only commit it because they don't have enough money. That's a lot of times. That's how it goes. That's why they join gangs. Because the biggest, you know, recruiter for gangs is conservatives. MS-13 has Donald Trump as their biggest recruiter. Employee of the month for Ever is Donald Trump because God the mighty they, they they love that man they love that man because the only thing you have to do is say huh bet they gonna treat you they gonna see you as an immigrant you need protection because they will throw your ass over the border and you're not even Latino you are a foreign up American they don't give a fuck you look orange they don't care need protection go to the game because they'll protect you as long as you give us our money back in return or do some some crime in return don't fuck with us you make sure you do everything right we treat you good and for a lot of black people ah you want to get that playstation 5 uh so how much you make oh i make about 500 dollars i'm on a paycheck okay so 500 dollars on the paycheck but you gotta pay bills how much is your goddamn rent Oh, your rent is uh, $1,500? How are you going to get that PS5 ever? Period. Oh, you working two jobs? You got to work a fifth. Matter of fact, you got to work ten jobs somehow in order for you to basically pay rent. Not even talking about paying for any other bill. Pay rent. Ten jobs. Oh, you can go here and sell drugs and be a part of this gang and you better get that PS5 real easy. That's how they do recruit. And of course, this is again led to conservatism being the problem. Because 
they're the ones that make sure you don't get the proper payment. Because we can do universal basic income. We can do, you know, raising the minimum wage. We can do things that can actually affect and actually help black people significantly. And it's just simple shit that can just help people. But conservatives are the ones that are against any of it. Anyway, this is going to be where I end the podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and of course, share the podcast. Give me a five-star rating. My podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The link to my support is available there as well. As well as a dollar a month is definitely beneficial. Of course, I'm on threads, and I'm going to keep putting the link to this up on there as well. I'm going to put it up on Facebook as well, on the Facebook page. And that's what Common Sense Facebook page. So, hey, anyway, just keep a lookout for it. Later, guys.